Number four. Fourth way to do it is you just do a letter. <clears throat> People still open their email. Postcards, um, a lot of times I've sat there and I've, I've, I've watched family members or neighbors like go through their mail and a lot of times things can go just Quickly. right in the trash. Right. Right in the trash right away. And they sort them into, okay, these are important and this is promo and whatever, just right in the trash. A letter in an envelope, sealed, addressed to you, maybe even handwritten, you know, to Todd Sumney, here's your address. They're going to open it. And you open it up and it yeah. says, hi, Todd, I just wanted to let you know what's going on in your neighborhood. You know, whatever your wording is. I'm your neighbor. I live here in your neighborhood. And as a service to all of you, I want to share what's going on in our neighborhood so that you know our neighborhood's in high demand. Only two homes are for sale right now. Blah, blah, blah. And you do a letter. So years ago, prior to texting and video, uh, we would mail postcards. We would mail letters. Uh, we mailed anything that we possibly could put a stamp on. Right. And the goal was to get like a three-second, four-second impact so they actually look at it before it goes in the trash. And, and so something like this now, if it's hand-addressed, it does get that three or four seconds, and you have a very high chance of it getting opened. Right. Uh, and, and so, right. yeah. Well, and again, what I'm sharing with all of you, um, originally I started working with agents about the neighbor the neighborhood concept. I heard from an agent who was doing the neighborhood concept, doing these mini neighborhood reports, mm -hmm. getting such great results, literally where they were winning listings and life happened and people called them to sell their home. And then as I started to tell agents about the mini neighborhood report, what I found was the agents did this concept 10 different ways. Some texted, some did videos, yeah. some did letters, and they also had varying results. Some yeah. people um, might not gravitate to a video, right? but yet they would open a letter. So mm -hmm. the real concept at the end, I was going to talk about this, is you really want to do this mini neighborhood report multiple ways to the same customer. One concept would be in one month you send them a text. A month later you send them a video. A month later you send them the email. And now you're in month number four, you send them a letter. And one of the four is going to resonate with them. One and of the after four, sending all the rest of them, the letter is going to have impact. It really will it because will. they will recognize your name. They will, will look at it then. They will. And, and so, where yeah. if you just send it out in month one, they don't. If they don't know your name, right. um, they don't recognize it. Then it has a high chance or a right. high probability of going in the trash. Right. But so, what does this letter say? What does it look like? So the letter is the same thing that the text says. It's just a letter. It's just a. It's it's it. You know, it's best. So you're to telling not, me not to overthink it. I'm telling you not to overthink it. I mean, if you're doing it in mass, it's going to say, you know, dear <clears throat> dear Greyhawk Talon Retreat, you know, homeowner, okay. Eh, that's okay. That works. It gets it out. It gets it out. Um, dear Todd. Yeah, yeah, but if I send a letter and to, it says to, Todd, because I've got you personally, yeah, I'm using a database resource, Cole Realty Resource, or I've farmed all my neighborhood sure. and I know who my neighbors are, and I'm saying, dear Todd, it's more impactful. 
But um, again, I think that many people, they will, they'll throw the promotional things away, then they have their letters, and they'll open them up, and they'll open up that letter, and they'll read it. And so it's the same thing. It just says, Dear Todd, you know, hey, happy summer. You know, uh, it's it's hot right now, and I want to let you know that the real estate industry is actually heating up, too. It's spring. We have more people looking than we're looking a couple months ago. The problem is we don't have homes right now. Mm. So, again, make it conversational, not sales-oriented, and make it service-oriented. You're trying to help people. I just want to provide you with information about what's going on in your neighborhood, and you write a letter. Right. Doesn't it work? So, I mean, it's fast and it's easy, too. Yep. So, all right. So, number five, a fifth way to do it. You just go live on Facebook and you do a neighborhood report. That's even scarier than uh, shooting a video. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> but you're just going live on Facebook and you're doing that neighborhood sure. report. Sure. Um, this is especially effective, though. I do know some agents have created private face group, um, Facebook groups for their neighborhoods. Mm. So if they Great. live in a neighborhood, yeah. they're going to invite all their neighbors. I know one agent literally <clears throat> walked through her entire neighborhood with her dog and just said, I want to invite you to the, to the McDowell Mountain Ranch Facebook group. We share information on tree trimmers, landscapers, pool companies, um, babysitters, uh, you know, Wow. Promos going on, uh, parks and events that are going on. Little League sign-up is this week. Um, you know, and they right? share yeah. information. Yeah. And who's the administrator of the private Facebook group, the realtor? Right. And so then they go live. As you all know, I live here. You know, I just want to let you know what's going on in the neighborhood. Oh, love it. So it's a same concept, just one more way to do it. Uh, let's talk about number six. I call it the packet drop-off. And for this one, I have a story to tell. There's an agent in Oregon, and we were talking about the mini neighborhood reports. And he asked the same question one day. He said, um, well, I don't have all the names, addresses, and phone numbers of everybody in my neighborhood. So I'm trying to get my real estate business off the ground. I'm putting in overtime. I'm staying until 5 o'clock at the end of the day every day to make sure you know I'm putting in the hours. And he said, what if... I decided to leave work early, and I leave, left at 3.30, and I go home, and I grab my wife. He's newly married, you know, two or three years married, has a brand-new baby, a dog, and he says, I put the baby in a stroller, the dog on the leash, and my wife and I walked through the neighborhood, and I dropped off packets to everybody's porch mm. because I didn't have their names, addresses, and phone numbers, but I wanted to let them know what was going on in our neighborhood. And he said, and it killed multiple birds with one stone. He said, I got to spend more time with my wife. I got some exercise. It relaxed me at the end of the day. And believe it or not, so many people stopped me, talked to me. I got to meet people. And then there's one funny little story. He said, the interesting thing to me, he said, by the end, after a couple weeks of doing this, they decided they had their neighborhood done. They went to a neighborhood over across the street. They're going through the neighborhood. He'd do 10 or 20 packets a day. He said people started stopping him. They'd be driving in their car, and they'd pull up next to him, and they'd say, hey, are you the guy doing those mini neighborhood reports? Like, can you get one for huh. me and my wife? This is my name, my phone number. I live down here on this street. I haven't seen one from you, but my neighbor got one. Wow. Isn't that a great story? That's awesome. So you guys can do this. It's easy. 
Isn't that a great? I mean, right now, what if everybody just decided to leave work at four o'clock for the next month and go walk your neighborhood from four to five? Go walk the next neighborhood over and hand off mini neighborhood reports on the front porch. And your dog will appreciate you too. And so will your wife. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Now you can't put it in the mailbox. That's, no. You, that's no. illegal. It is. You gotta drop it off on the front porch. But it's a simple little way to to do that. Um, the next way to do it, um, a mini neighborhood report, is just to do it over a lunch. And your concept here is you're inviting people to lunch, and you're inviting them to lunch in person, or you're inviting them to lunch even remotely. So when I first... Remotely, like again, virtually? Yeah, virtually. We're going to have a Zoom and, meeting And again, lunch? remember, I was talking to agents about this concept. Yeah. And then I interviewed them later and asked them, so how are you doing it? Well, I do a letter. Well, I do videos. I do text. And these are the results I'm getting. All of them are getting results. Well, there's this couple agents that were like, well, here's what I do. I send them an invite to go order what tacos. And I'll have Uber Eats deliver tacos to you. And then we'll get on the phone over lunch and we'll have lunch together. And cool. you know, even though we're not together, we'll do it remotely and I'll send you a Zoom link and we'll talk. Or, you know, and some people were like, no, let's meet for happy hour. Let's meet for lunch face to face. And um, the concept is you're sitting there having lunch, having happy hour, and you bring up the neighborhood report. Hey, I just want to let you know this is what's going on in your neighborhood. You know, I know you bought your home four years ago. You have equity in your home. I just wanted to let you know, blah, blah, blah. You go through the neighborhood report. Yeah. One quick sense. idea. Um, the uh, One of the agents, they told me they went to their local sandwich shop, which had brown paper bags. And on the outside of the bag, you picked your bread, you picked your meat, your condiments, your cheese, lettuce, whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. And you give it to them, and then they make your sandwich, and they give you your made sandwich at the end. And he went to them and said, hey, can I have 100 or 200 of these bags? I want to give them out to my clients, and I want to bring them here for lunch. Here, take 200. Right. So he handed out 200 lunch bags and said, hey, let's, let's do lunch. lunch. Let's do for lunch. And he got, let's just say he got 15 lunch appointments, 15 lunch appointments face-to-face with customers resulted in X amount of sales. I mean... I love it. Mini neighborhood report. Great great. ideas, right? Great idea. Okay. Um, The eighth way. Um, The number one buyer-seller concern. What is the number one concern? So when you're talking about an inventory shortage in the United States, Mm -hmm. and when you have that conversation, sometimes, not always, but sometimes it will turn to, well, if it's there's that much of an inventory shortage, if I, my home will sell fast, but then I'll have a hard time buying one. Yeah. So their concern is... That's a real concern in today's market. It is. It's, their yeah. concern is, well, yeah. if I sell my home, then I'll be under stress to buy. I'll be homeless. And how do I... Yeah. So the concept here is you eliminate that concern by addressing buying before you sell. Okay. And the buy before you sell option. And so the concept here is that either via a letter or a video or a text or a phone call or however you're doing this mini neighborhood report, that you weave in the concept of buying before they sell and what their options are. So in the future, we're going to do a podcast on this very topic because um, I was educated at one point that consumers can actually even... um, uh, take money from their 401k 
and their spouse's 401k as a loan, a short-term mm-hmm. loan, and use it as down payment on mm-hmm. a home, and then as long as they pay it back within a certain time period. This sounds like an opportunity, another opportunity to do a quickie little video, and it's a separate contact. Yes, it is. So it's not yeah. just another way, it's another contact. Yes, and um, so you're, you know, I didn't know that was possible at the time. And, and I'm like, wow, you could do, that's a great way for someone to buy a home mm-hmm. before they sell theirs because after they sell their home, then they get that cash equity and they go pay their, their loan back. Right. And so, and it's a large dollar amount that they can borrow against. Right. It's a large. So again, we'll go into that in future episodes, but real quick, if for those of you that are looking on the screen, um, you know, there's four things that you can do here, um, or three things rather. You want to make your clients comfortable, mm-hmm. and you want to educate, you want to inform, you want to provide info, help them understand the options they have, and the ways that you can help them buy before they sell or what their options are. There are also companies and services that you can basically partner with where um, uh, be knock home certified. You can, if knock is in your area, um, knock will help them do their home swap program right. where they buy before they sell. So again, the concept here is you're giving them multiple opportunities, whatever in your local area works, you're giving them multiple solutions to buying before you sell because they won't all work for the same customers. Different right, ones sure. work for different. You need to give them options. But the item number three there is you're eliminating fear. Mm, right. And and my fear right now is, well, if the market's, if there's that few of homes for sale, I won't have much to choose from. I won't be able to buy. Right. So then let's help you buy first. So natural progression sure. for our discussion, right? Yep. All right. So the last one here, or two more here, rather, number nine, the ninth way to do this is to do what's called an equity update. The equity and update. Merely what you're doing is you're telling the, uh, you're educating the consumer on how important equity, building home equity is, and also how much home equity they have. And there's an interesting statistic. I was shocked when I first saw this stat up on the screen. Um, it, it says, did you know 83% or home equity accounts for 83% of the average homeowner's wealth at retirement? Wow. Did you know it was that high? I, I didn't. I when, didn't until know I saw it was it that for high. The first time. Wow. Um, so 83% of the average homeowner's wealth at retirement comes from their home equity. But then when I think about it, yesterday when we were filming some podcasts, we were talking about a homeowner's net worth is 40 times greater than a right. renter's self worth. Yeah. Why? Because of the equity in their home. So right. when you marry these two concepts together, it's powerful. Yeah, it is. So the overall concept of this mini neighborhood report is that you're also you're going to help them understand the equity they have in their home but then you're going to send them a monthly equity digest from a paid service or you're going to do it yourself monthly now i know well if i do it myself i'm probably going to have to do it manually right 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 how many and, hours is that going to take and that's why i'm that's, saying so yeah. really this is about um, you know a, a paid service of some sort that's going to send a monthly equity digest right is my recommendation here and um, you're going to introduce them to a mortgage expert, you know, that's, that goes along with it. 
mm-hmm. and um, there, you know, for those of us that are here at HomeSmart, if you're listening, um, we have a, a company that's in our HomeSmart marketplace mm-hmm. for our agents. It's um, Black Knight Seller Suite is a monthly digest that you can sign up for that it will send them this monthly equity and it talks about the equity and the value in their home, but you, the agent, your face, your photo, your information is there. And so if they take any action, you're, they're connected to you. You know, right. it's, it's your digest that you're sending them, but it's automated. And, um, you know, they have, uh, so it's, it's the Black Knight Seller Suite, or sometimes they call it Percy because the name of the product is actually Percy. Uh, So it's Black Knight Seller Suite or Black Knight Percy. So should one go to the URL that's on the screen or should an agent go to um, the uh, HomeSmart Marketplace? I would recommend that the agent go to HomeSmart Marketplace um, and and click into the Marketplace, go through the the Black Knight Seller Suite because there is a discount for HomeSmart agents. Um, The URL I do have up on the screen does work so okay. thank you for pointing that and, out. And so, um, for those of you listening, go it's, ahead. Uh, it, it's blacknightinc.com forward slash Percy, P E R C Y R E. So it's blacknightinc.com forward slash Percy R E. Great. But, uh, you know, and the concept here, though, is some sort of a monthly digest that is, that is branded, co branded to you, the agent. Your photo, your name, and info is there. But you set it and forget it. Oh, I like that. Set it up one time, and every month they get a digest I, from you. I can set things up, and yeah. I can easily forget things. So well, again, uh, that's what I want to do. I want to set things up and let it go on autopilot. So, again, how this came about, I, was, <clears throat> I presented the concept of the neighborhood report. And then an agent, you know, when I'm talking to them, they're like, oh, well, yeah, I did the neighborhood report. I text. I'd send them out. And I did I this. I get them set up on the automated <laughs> I, report on Black Knight. I, I love it. And, and, you so, know. and they're like, now it's automated. And yeah. now every now and then I get a phone call and it's a homeowner saying, yeah, um, nothing's for sale in my neighborhood. I'm I, I love this business and I love our home smart agents because yeah. we get one idea and we'll get 10 great ideas back exactly from our agents and so exactly. uh, it's and so never stop sharing those ideas yes so that's what this is about and then the 10th way to do the mini neighborhood report is actually just pick up the phone what call no talk the to somebody phone still works <laughs> phone still works wow you know, um again um you know you're just gonna call you're gonna say Hey, how you doing? You're gonna have that conversation, and in the middle of the conversation, you weave in the conversation about the mini neighborhood report. What's going on? Because there are people who don't want to text, mm-hmm. who don't want video, that who don't really want you contacting them, or and maybe it's not they don't want, but they're not going to respond. Right. But they'll respond to a phone call. They will. It depends on you know different people like to be communicated with different ways and we need to understand that we need to communicate to our our past clients uh, to our sphere of influence anybody we know we need to communicate with them the way they want to be communicated with not the way we want to communicate something that's really i'm smiling right now and almost chuckling because within the last week i had a conversation with someone who i was at a dinner table and they were talking over here to my left and, and I heard the conversation was, 
texts to them are rude. Wow. A phone call is what I want. Yeah. And so it has some people, they want that phone call. Uh-huh. Some people want the text. So again, we've given you 10 ways to do this, but you got to understand some and, customers are going to think a text is rude and some oh, customers are going to okay, think so, a phone call. So I'm going to ask you now, yeah. number 10 is pick up the phone and call. Right. Right? Right. What if they don't answer? Do you leave a message or not? Because there is a, a, a thought out there. There is a belief today that if you don't get somebody, don't bother leaving a message so they're not going to listen to it anyway, send them a text if you want them to call back. I'm, I'm going to leave that up to your best practice. I think I've that's heard probably, agents. I, I've yeah. heard agents on both sides say, you know, but if, if I'm trying to do 10 a day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave 10 voicemails because yeah. I want to leave my 10 and they're going to listen to it. Maybe they won't, you know, like it's the same way I'm going to do 10 texts. Yep. Maybe one of them thinks that the text is, is inappropriate and they want a phone call, but then I'll call them later because I guess the way that I would probably attack this mini neighborhood report is I would put a plan in place and I would, um, I would try to do my 10 a day. And then when I got done doing my 10 texts a day for however many people, my 90, my 900, whatever, then I would start doing phone calls, I would start doing videos, I would start doing the other things because it's a year long process, it's a two year process. It's creating that engagement that when life happens. Exactly, when life happens, we're there and we're, we're top of mind. We wanna be the one and, they call. And, and I really think it, it, it's, what we're talking about here, Todd, is find what works for you. Right. We're, we're throwing the ideas out here and they're, they're great ideas. And and so, um, just whatever works for you, whatever you're comfortable with, do it. But do something. Right. And doing and something is better than doing nothing. It, exactly. And that's why, what I um, have up on the screen for those that are listening, it says ninety day challenge, and then it's got the ten ways that you can do a mini neighborhood report: text, email, video, the buyer letter, yeah, the um, seller letter, the Facebook Live, packet drop off, the lunch the buyer or seller concern and the equity update and call. So there's 10 ways to do a neighborhood report. So the opportunity though, 140 million homes in the US. Right. And at any given moment, one of them could put their home up for sale and we know 5 million of them are going to do that this year. So don't we increase our odds don't we create more inventory if we make that conversation happen more often? Yeah. Um, so that's where I am going to challenge. Um, some might say 10 a day is too much. Um, I'd rather, you know, uh, I guess I'd be happy with one a day. I would be okay with that. But I want to paint the picture real quick. 10 people a day times 90 days is yep. 900 opportunities. And I think there's... A lot of folks listening, Todd, you know, when they think about 10 a day, they go, okay, well, I can do 10 a day for about a week, and then I run out of people. So then what do I do? But then that's where um, I, I think we've given some solutions about farming neighborhoods, branching out your horizons. Don't let your mindset hold you back. How many people oh, live in your neighborhood? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Are you telling me not to overthink <laughs> right. it? Right. How many people live in your neighborhood right now? 
How many people? Like in just, I mean, I'm going to say like what you would consider your neighborhood. Uh, there's probably about a hundred homes. Okay. Give or take. So at 10 a day, that's, that's 10 days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So two ways that I would approach it. You do the text for 10 days. Then you switch to video. Mm-hmm. 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then you switch to, and maybe you take a couple days off in between. Right? Yeah, it could happen. Yeah, could happen. And then you switch to video. And then you do the letter. And then you walk your dog. And you drop off packets at their house. And then you do a Facebook Live on your sphere or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you do a letter that eliminates the buyer cons- the seller concern about buy before you sell. Right. And then maybe you call. You talk to them. I mean, I'm just saying, if you only have 100 people, then do it over and over and over, over again. Another way Yeah, but I is, have 1,500 people in my immediate sphere of influence. Right. And so that one is a whole lot easier. But even, Rich, I know in your career, you've helped so many people, past customers. Uh-huh. Have, have you sent... Well, I know you're not selling anymore, so that's an unfair question. Well, but, I am, you know, I am but, selling, well, or but, but it's, it is, it's, 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 it's a different place because they're coming to me. I am staying in contact, right. but I'm not actively pursuing it every single day. But if uh, you because, put your realtor hat back on... Oh, man. And I, I said, no. starting today... Go to all your past customers and do a mini neighborhood report. Todd, talking about this stuff, I want to get out there and do this. I know how much I can generate. I know that there's business out there. Right, because, that's just, and this is the low-hanging fruit. Right. Yeah. But that, that to me, when I, when I ask the question, okay, if you did that, how many listings would you generate? What percent? Like what percent would you be looking at? Let's just say 10% of 900 people. 10 people a day for 90 days, 900 people. Um, and again, I'm yeah. pushing you to do your right. past customers, to do a neighborhood, then to do another neighborhood, to farm an area, go go buy the names and addresses of a neighborhood and, and force yourself to do 900 people. 10% of that, 10% would be 90. Well, 1%. So 1% return on your effort would be 9 well, nine nine, nine sales would, would, would impact just about anybody's life. Right. Nine additional sales. Nine additional sales for yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. So therefore, That's... what I would challenge any agent is, okay, you're, you have a certain cadence to your life right now. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's disrupt that a little bit, and I'm going to ask you to get up an hour early and work in an extra hour somewhere throughout your day, early in the morning, at lunch, at the end of the day, and commit in 60 minutes in that day that you're going to do this neighborhood report. Because again, the opportunity is so big, 140 million homes in the U.S. We have an active inventory problem. So yeah. those people are at some point are going to move. We, we, life's going to happen. So a mini neighborhood report is a thing that just seems to, um, to result in listings. So that's where I ask everybody, you know, set down. Um, if you're viewing this on, on the video, I have up on the screen, write down on a piece of paper your average sales price. Then put your average gross commission income based on that sales price. And then put a round number of the number of new listings you think you could do next year. So if it was nine, nine times your average GCI, what would that do to the overall revenue 
of your business. And substantially that, increase it. Right. And then, right? so then therefore, does that number then motivate you? Mm-hmm. And would that number result in more listings, which helps buyers because there's more listings available? It helps sellers because you're helping them sell. So right. to me, it's all about, you know, results. It's about defying the industry constraints. It's about removing those roadblocks. And, you know, my thing is fast and easy and, um, and just committing, getting out of your comfort zone and trying something new for an hour a day. I think that's really what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's committing to do something. Right. And why not commit to do something that uh, uh, produces results? Right. Maybe stop doing something that is not producing results. Right. And, and put this in, in its place. Right. So there you have it. That's your mini neighborhood report. Uh, we talked about the opportunity. We talked about the concept of the neighborhood report. And then we showed you 10 simple, easy ways to go implement it. So uh, I really appreciate all of you listening and joining in with all of us today. Uh, I'm Todd Sumney, the Chief Industry Officer for HomeSmart. Rich LaRue. Rich, thank you for joining us here today. Hey, it was a blast. You know, Always have a good time doing these things. Love and, giving this this information. And let us know if we are hitting the mark with you. Right. If we're hitting the nail on the head, let us know. If we're missing it, let us know. We'd love your feedback. Right. So thank you all. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see you back on future episodes of the Real Estate Podcast. Thank you all for joining us today. We'll see you soon. We'll see you next time. Like what you're hearing on The Real Estate? Tell your friends about us. Tell them to check out all of our episodes on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And don't forget to send any topics you want us to tackle to therealestate at homesmart.com.